Fuck you. Give me a bottle of booze. Here's my dollar. Suck my dick. Here's your booze. Suck your own dick, you schmuck. All right, look, Ed, I'm going to level with you, all right? I had a shitty day. Welcome everyone to My Bleeding Ears Podcast. This is episode number 64. My Bleeding Ears Podcast. What can I tell you about it? It's a podcast where me, Larry, your host, and my co-host, Jessalyn. Hello. Talk about, you know, some movies that we've seen lately, or uh, movies that we saw again, or just like little movies that we want to talk about, or TV series that kind of move around the genres that we like. Um, horror action, sci-fi, some cult movies, throw in a comedy every once in a while, and who knows, maybe even a western one day, which, believe me, it's coming soon. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much what this podcast is all about, for the most part. You know, I'm going to be adding some new stuff to it in the uh, next few weeks. I have this, I have a new segment I want to try out, and it's called Action Prime. Yeah. Because... On the show, I usually like to throw in an action movie every three or four episodes, you know, to balance out the horror and all the other different films that we watch. And Jesslyn is, isn't the biggest fan of the action movies I like. I feel like I'm poo-pooing a lot of the 80s movies you show me. Right, you are. So this way. So this way, I, I watched these movies on my own from Amazon Prime, which Amazon Prime has thousands of movies and they get pretty ridiculous looking too (laughs) so i'm going to try and find some ridiculous looking action movies on amazon prime aka action prime and then i'll do a little five minute a little you know uh uh, just describing the film and the box art and everything which is usually the best part of it is the box art not the action itself so uh, next week i will be have my first one and we'll do it in our first segment but until then, we saw quite a few things over the past week. Uh, we've been, there's some weeks we watch a little bit more than usual, and this one we watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like 50 below zero in Chicago. You probably saw that on the news. Yeah, so it was a little cold. Where the hell were we going to go? Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to start this one out with... Uh, this one actually fits into the weekend we had, too, because it was Groundhog Day. So mm-hmm. we ended up watching Groundhog Day with we Bill did. Murray, directed by Harold Ramis. Do you, um, do you remember when you first saw this movie? Uh, I didn't see it in the theaters. Did you? No, I didn't. I saw it on VHS. Yeah, I think I did too. Maybe a rental. It was a rental. I remember I was, uh, I I believe I was living in the Florida Keys at the time when this came out and, oh, I fucking loved it. (laughs) I thought it was a great movie. It was, it was funny and then it got really sad and depressing and then it was just all over the place. So it was something that I hadn't really seen before. I agree. I loved it. And it was, uh... One of the first times that I've seen 
how dark Bill Murray can get. Yes. And this gets really dark. It does. Um, yeah, and, and I think it wasn't terribly well received um, mm-hmm. because they didn't know what to do with Bill Murray when he was bumming us out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he does. But yeah, this movie uh, it was perfect to watch on Groundhog Day. And, yeah. Uh, hopefully they never, ever, ever do a remake. Although they kind of did with Happy Death Day. Now they have a fucking sequel to it. Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's, kind of. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, its, it's yeah, it's yeah. its own movie. It's mm-hmm. different, but the same kind of. Yeah. But unfortunately they're making a sequel to it. Because the first one was pretty good. I liked the first one. The actress well, in there was awesome. Me too, but we're going to see the sequel, right? I don't know, man. I'm going to see the You're going to see the sequel. <laughs> I am putting a stop to a lot of this crap. I'm not going to let this shit go anymore, man. <laughs> now they're rebooting Chucky. Like, come on, man. Oh, I'm so there for the Chucky reboot. I'm no, there for it. And I believe they're going to show the first trailer for it before the movie The Prodigy opens. Oh, okay. And not The Prodigy from Britain or wherever they're from, the music band. Right, not the band. The Firestarter the guy. movie. Which is rated R. I did not expect Oh, good. That. Yeah. Oh, all I right, great. It. Well, maybe. We'll see. Well, Prodigy, yeah, we'll go see. Yeah. But not, well, I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. All right. No, I see what you mean about unnecessary sequels and unnecessary re- reboots, and I agree with you, but when they come out, I'm going to see them. Do you see the uh, the new trailer for Pet Cemetery? No, is there a new one? Yeah, there is. Does it look good? I haven't watched it because I don't want to watch it. I'm done watching trailers for the most part. But I heard they changed around a few things. You want me to tell you what they changed around? Uh, later. Okay. I won't spoil Unless it. Unless you want to, yeah, tell us all here. Real quick. It's a yeah. real quick thing that changes up things a little bit. They switched the roles around to where Gage isn't the one who gets killed. Ellie is. Oh. Yeah. That's a big change. I hate that. <laughs> I guess I'll have to see it. <clears throat> Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm definitely going to see it. I mean, I'll, uh, before I pass judgment, mm-hmm. my initial reaction is, blech, I hate that. Yeah, well, we'll because see. Because the saddest part about it is that this is completely innocent two-year-old boy. Right. Well, yeah. my biggest thing is to see if John Lithgow can carry out the Fred Gwynn role. Oh, yeah, I think he can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Fred Gwynn was amazing, but I think he can do it. Well, we'll see, and of course we'll talk about it here when it finally does come out, which I believe it's April now. But yeah. I think it's April, yeah. Oh. Now, this next movie, I passed over for a while until I listened to uh, Attack of the Killer podcast, and they talked about this movie. Uh, they really they really uh, held it pretty high. Um, yeah, it was in somebody's top ten. I think, it was, I think it was in a few people's top okay. tens. It's called Terrified. And I believe it's from uh, Spain, or I don't know too uh, much Buenos about. Buenos Aires is, oh. is where it's set, anyway. Oh. I don't know if that's where Buenos Aires. Then so yeah, this movie was pretty fucking good, man. It was it was scary, and I liked the direction they went with it. And I would like to see some more from this director. His name is uh, uh, Demian Rugna. Yeah. Aruna, I don't know. Me how you too. Say it. I really liked it. Um, I know you're a little pissed. It had subtitles at first, but then it really kind of rubbed you in. I didn't know about <laughs> They're speaking so the dialect in Argentina, man. They're speaking so quickly. Right. I just it it, it was a lot to read really fast. 
But then there are a lot of moments. I, don't, I won't spoil anything, but we'll read the synopsis. Sure, yeah. When, it's, when strange events occur in a neighborhood in Buenos Aires, a doctor specializing in the paranormal, her colleague, and an ex-police officer decide to investigate further. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to say, I mean, it's a horror movie, definitely. And there are just so many moments. There are jump scares, yes, but all the jump scares start with, Oh my God! What is that in the background? Right. Oh my God, what is that in the background? And right. Then finally, it jumps at you. Right. Yeah, they did it very well, it's and it's great. It, and it's not just jump scare after jump scare. A lot of the the scenery and the visuals of the movie that you just kind of you kind of sit there and watch for a while, and especially the part where with the the young boy, yes. which I really don't want to ruin too much no. for you, but with the young boy is is. A fantastic part of this movie and it's something I've never really seen before and how it's handled and it's a really well done movie so you should definitely check this one out yeah what's favorite is that your favorite part the boy oh yeah my yeah. favorite part is the female paranormal parapsychologist at the end uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah man it's it's a good one uh, definitely check this one out yeah it's on Shudder you have Shudder. Yes, Definitely get Shudder, by the way. Get Shudder, Shudder's yeah. awesome. They're revamping their site and everything. They have so many new things. They have, like, action movies. They have, like, Hong Kong movies. Like, I used to love and watch all the time. They're on there now. So mm-hmm. definitely get Shudder. It's 10 12 bucks, whatever, a month. It's well worth it, especially with the Joe Bob stuff. Definitely. That's worth the price when of admission alone. When we get a new Joe Bob? Hopefully pretty soon. I'm thinking... Next few months, maybe. Maybe, yeah. like, another, like, St. Patrick's Day or do some shit. Or... getting a weekly show. Uh, I heard it was monthly, but oh. I think they're still probably working everything out. Okay. And he's kind of, he's getting up there in age, so. Yeah, weekly sounded like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> to write a lot of jokes all the time, yeah. too. It can, yeah, I'm sure it can, it can be pretty, uh, you know, just be flustered all the time from that. <laughs> so then we had to watch some crap after we watched this. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This is a classic. Dracula 2000. (laughs) (laughs) And I always thought the Dracula 2000, like the 2000 part of it was was kind of like, uh, right around that time, around 2000, there was a lot of things that were like uh, Super Mario 2000. You you, you know what I mean, right? So then they're releasing this. And it, I thought it was just that. Well, Dracula for the 2000s. But it's a little different than that. It is actually just Dracula's, what, 2,000 years old kind of thing? To yeah. where they kind of, um, at the end of the movie, you figure out who Dracula really is. Right. And, hey man, I gotta give him a little credit for going out there with that. You know, it's something <laughs> I didn't expect. But, I was hey. gonna say, I got a couple songs from J.C. Superstar stuck in my head. Yeah. <laughs> And I got Slayer stuck in my head through this movie because they play heavy metal music throughout it. Right. And yes, I got that soundtrack when <laughs> when this movie came out. It's a good soundtrack. Man. Yeah. Static X. And stuff. It's not yeah. a terrible movie. It's not a good movie. No, no. It's funny, you were like, I always forget he's in this movie and it's fucking Dracula played by Gerard Butler. Gerard Butler. <laughs> I always forget about him. <laughs> I always remember Johnny Lee Miller, Jennifer Esposito, and... Uh, Danny Masterson, God rest his soul. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's, He's still working. We just don't want him to be there. Don't forget vitamin C, either. I Vitamin C, I forgot about. I just want to tell you, because you were making so many vitamin C jokes. Yeah, well, 
<laughs> you see her album in the store she's working in. It's like right yeah. there on the wreck. And you see her boobs. Yes. In the movie. Yes. And I don't have a breast count for this movie, but it's kind of low, and I think it's only hers. I think it's just hers, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, like, Jennifer Esposito's in this movie, and she hasn't aged since this movie. No. She's, she looks the same. And I said... I was like, man, where has she been? I miss her. And then I looked her up, and she's totally doing stuff. Oh, yeah. She's, she's still around. She's I'm around. watching that stuff. And yeah. But she never hit that leading role. I think she should have hit, No, it's man. too bad. I really like her. I, I do, too. Have. Yeah. yeah. I like her, too, man. And I, you know what? I, I give her a lot of respect, too, because I believe she tried out for a role in The Sopranos, and she was going to be, like, one of... Tony's Goombas or whatever, and she was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that role." You know, fuck this, and Good like, for you. yeah. She, and then that was around the time Sopranos was huge. It's like yeah. one of the best shows around, one of the most watched shows around. And she was like, "No, I'm not gonna do that." Good. Much respect. Like Much one respect. of his side chicks? Yeah, one of oh, those. Or, no, yeah. she's way too good for that. Or she would be like, I don't know, some photo clerk or something, and Tony like finds her. Whatever. Something no. stupid like that. Yeah. But yeah, well, good for her, man. I'm, I'm happy she, she, she made that decision. But Lady Gaga is in Sopranos if you ever watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, she probably a lot of a lot of stars. What's his name from um, Hamilton? Who did? Who made Hamilton? Oh, Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, he's like a bellhop, I think, in one, uh, one episode or so. Shit. Filmed in New York. Yes, okay, so that's probably yeah, yeah. They're all New York people, mm-hmm. so of course they're in there. Our next movie, which <laughs> uh, you, we we put it on as a joke and we watched the whole thing. <laughs> gonna let me finish it but yeah well yeah it, the movie's called catwalk it's available on netflix my sister told me about it i think she also put it on it as, as a joke and then watched the whole thing uh so the movie is what is the synopsis here it's a meet the fascinating felines and the people who pamper them in this whimsical look at the ins and outs of canada's competitive cat show circuit where the claws come out when a Turkish Angora and an adorable fluffy red Persian face off to take home the national award for best in show. And when they say fluffy red Persian, that's an understatement yeah. for how fluffy. There's got to be another word that's stronger than fluffy. Well, I'll let you figure out that word because I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fluffy. Please, <laughs> fluffy, okay? Yeah, it's a she. Ooh la la. Ooh la la, right. And then uh, your favorite's name was... Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> Cats with people names are the best. You, you, you gotta love them. We got two of them. Exactly. We love animals, yeah. by the way. So this was fun to watch all these different cats. And this is pretty much a movie just best in show for cats. But yeah. real. Only, yeah, it's an actual documentary. And there is one woman who's high-octane drama. Yeah. But I think the producers probably asked her to be high-octane drama. The whole thing seems pretty harmless. Everybody's friends. Yeah. I think this movie was originally supposed to be a TV series. Oh, it seems like it. Okay. It really does seem like it was supposed to I be. Would watch that TV series. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I was fine with the movie and <laughs> watching floofy cats and interesting people and cat bar feels great yeah so netflix i mean once you reach the end of netflix there's catwalk and yeah. you should watch it <laughs> our next film that we watched lately finally reached netflix and i was waiting for it to reach netflix so i didn't want to pay for it and it was ant-man and the wasp mm-hmm. and we didn't see this in the theater of course and i just wanted to wait the first one was okay 
Yeah. Uh, it was fine. The second one I like more, actually. I did too, a lot more. I like the antagonists more in this film as well. compared to the... Well, I mean, I, as a character, yes, and as a beautiful human being, yes. <laughs> so, yes. But Hannah John came in, his latest girlfriend. Maybe not latest. Well, I've got, like, many. I have, like, 24 of them in the <laughs> last few months, so... She is great. This is her best role, I think. She, yeah, she was really good in this mm-hmm. movie. She she was the, the, the flawed character... Uh, Sympathetic, sympathetic villain, villain yeah. even if you can consider her a villain, really. It right, all depends on how you see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, but yeah, Paul Rudd, I think, was better in this one than the last one. He's a funny guy, and you keep saying he should not be scripted. And I think he was scripted less, but because he has a writing credit, and I was like, I oh. bet that means he just said whatever he wanted right, to. Right, pretty okay. much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a lot of good actors in here. We got yeah. Evangeline Lilly, really, this is a good role for her because she's finally getting to act and she's not just a pretty face in the background or yeah. a pretty face in the, in the foreground even. She, you know, she, the character of Wasp, uh, I like the character of Wasp, but it's not the same as in the Marvel Universe or the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's a lot different in the comics and, and uh, cartoons and stuff. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's not serious <laughs> at all as oh. much as she is in this movie. She's a lot more uh, quirky and, and peppy and stuff and makes a lot more jokes. and yeah, She's a lot funnier in the okay. comics and stuff. Yeah, that would be tough. I mean, casting Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, you can't have another right, exactly. funny actor. Yeah. And Ant-Man in the comics was a dickhead, so it's, they're oh. totally changed it up. Good, and I like it. Michael Pena I thought was funny in this. He's mm-hmm. usually pretty funny in movies. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't funny in that one movie that won the Oscar. What was Crash, that one? Crash, no. right? No. There's nothing funny about that movie. No. Nothing particularly good about it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty. <laughs> Walton Goggins, who's always awesome. And always a bad guy. Right. Judy Greer. Uh, our our next best character actor to come out, uh, David Dashmalian, who we've seen in tons of fucking oh, yeah, movies. He was in Dark Knight. We uh, he was in Relaxer. He was in um, that one movie with uh, that we the domestics. Domestics, man, tons that, of shit. That just rolled off the tongue. Dash mat. How did you do that? Dash mat. Dash mesh. See now you fucked now. me up. Thanks, <laughs> man. You threw me off my thing. Anyway, check out Ant Man and the Wasp. Yes. In our last movie. Serenity, which is in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. A fishing boat captain jugg- juggles facing his mysterious past and finding himself ensnared in a reality where nothing is what it seems. So hmm. I was, yeah, I was already curious about this movie. It's still really, really fresh, like hours ago fresh. Right. Um, I was curious about this movie because I like the actors. Um, I love me a good thriller. Right. Uh... I liked Eastern Promises a lot. I guess that's the only thing I've really seen that Stephen Knight has done. He wrote and directed this. Um, and it got such bad reviews. <laughs> I was like, I have to see this movie. Even if I like it or I don't, it will be totally worth it. And I I don't even know what to say. I'm not mad like the critics, but I'm bewildered. It's not, the synopsis isn't, it's very misleading. There's a twist, but it's a twist that they kind of weave into the storyline from 20 or 30 minutes in, so making it not really a twist. It's also really clunky and weird, and then at the end, 
you definitely can tell that producers were like, this is really sad. Can't we give it a happy ending? <laughs> Stephen Knight's like, N- no, that wouldn't make any sense. And they're like, we're going to give it a happy ending. Just film it. We won't put it in the yeah. movie. Yeah, kind of thing. So I didn't hate it. Maybe it's going to be one of those movies in like 20 years that a whole new generation will find and be like, this is a masterpiece. Do you really believe that? I don't know. <laughs> it's bizarre. This is bizarrely bad, huh? Yeah. Well acted. Jason Clark, Matthew McConaughey, his Matthew McConaughey-iest. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hathaway. It was like a femme fatale. A Jaiman Hansu. It's a good cast. It's a bizarre movie. I don't, I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what I'm feeling right now. That's all. I can't grade well, it. I can't. You can't. Well, I I'm gonna give it an F just by the way you're talking about it right now. It <laughs> no, sounds I need like to see it. no. I don't want to see this now. <laughs> see, I, I you know I just brought up. Rob, I don't want to torture you as much, and now you want to torture me with this crap. Just let's even the score a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Sure, you get your podcast, and we'll we, talk about fucking yeah. shitty Matthew McConaughey movies just and watching movies. That's all. <laughs> Maybe. You catwalk, and you found yourself enjoying Catwalk. Well, there were other reasons why I enjoyed <laughs> Catwalk, which I won't go into. So, yeah, okay, fine. Fine, fine. When this comes out, oh, I'm... Oh, yeah. And, yeah, you're paying for it, too. So I, I will. Yeah. No, I won't. I'll wait until it's free. <laughs> should be free now. Although, yeah, I didn't pay for it today. I used a voucher that I got for Christmas. Thanks, sissy. Oh. <laughs> Money pissed away. (laughs) You're listening to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. Our movie of the week is the 1990 movie Demon Wind. <laughs> I swear we saw this at a massacre at one of those 24 hour no, marathons. No, I swear no, we did. no, never happened. I don't, well, I think we started watching this movie one time and then we stopped. I remember the doll thing, definitely. You remember the doll? I think it was from there, and I, we probably passed out years ago when we started watching it. And that's what you probably remember. I don't believe we've ever seen this at a massacre. Because this movie's pretty... I don't know, it's pretty obscure. Plus, it was for the first time since ever. (laughs) It was never released on DVD. 
I, I picked up a bootleg of this on DVD from eBay probably about 15 years ago. Um, so it was finally released on DVD and Blu-ray, I think, last year or the year before. Okay. Because the movie looks clean as shit when you saw it on Amazon Prime, which this is where you can watch it. Yeah. And yeah, they did you know a great transfer and... Because I remember watching this movie for the first time back in probably, I want to say, 1991. And I didn't remember what the name of it was. So for about 15 years, I didn't know what the name of this film was. And I, I was looking for it. There was no internet around, you know. And I didn't have access to it when there was. So finally I figured out what this movie was. I was like, oh, okay, great. i got to watch it again. And I ended up buying that the bootleg DVD. And it looked like crap, of course. Uh, it was probably a transfer from a VHS, because that's all you had. So watching it again now on this great transfer, and the movie looked a lot better. It as looks a, good, yeah. As opposed to a movie like uh, a few episodes ago that we did called Mutant, where they did a great transfer in that film too, but you can see like the makeup and everything, and it kind of takes you out of the movie. This one's makeup is a lot better. Uh, it's not bad at all, actually. With the there's a lot of puking. There's a good yeah, few scenes. Like, you didn't like yeah. You're not I don't few. Like mucus. I don't like puking. You don't like demon puke. Yeah, give me blood and guts all day. Blood guts and <laughs> demon wind. Demon wind, and we made zero fart jokes. I know, and I'm I, trust me. I was gonna. I had like 18 of them ready for today, <laughs> but I figured you know what? I'm sure a lot of other people who 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 reviewed this movie have made these jokes already. Probably. So. Whatever, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so demon wind. Demon see. wind, all right. With a need to investigate the mysterious death of his grandparents, Corey and his friends head back to the old farm where it all began 60 years earlier. Ooh. So, okay. Our movie starts out with uh, uh, this cabin, which all of our, our uh, characters end up going to. Uh, starts off in 1931. This uh, man and woman are inside this house, and the camera's kind of panning around, showing like all these pictures of Jesus and Mary and all these candles and shit. And, and throughout the, the credits, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, you know, because he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And you can see it then. And plus, I'm not Catholic, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's. And they are attacked by demons, which we don't get to see, but they're outside of this cabin. But this woman's husband turns into a demon, like, right in front of her. That's where we get our first puke scene. Yes, first puke scene right there. And he pukes in front of his wife. I think that's, like, the, the when you know someone's turning into a demon, they puke. She seems to kind of know what's going on. Yeah, happen. yeah. yeah. And, and then her husband, you find out that's her husband. And he turns into a demon, gets real ugly, and he kills her, and then... Here we are in present day, 1989, 90 or whatever. Well, she has this snow globe. Yeah, she does. She has this. Uh, she has a snow globe for some reason, yeah. and and she drops it after she gets bitten or and by her husband, and then the cabin just fucking explodes. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what this snow globe is filled with. Methamphetamines. Or maybe. Or I was thinking. Remember from Die Hard with Vengeance, that that liquid shit they have in the in that they try and uh, dispose of or it mixes oh, yeah. and then it blows up. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was that stuff. So maybe <laughs> Die Hard and John McTiernan and ripped off Demon Wind. Or they're the same universe. Oh, fuck. Never thought of that <laughs> shit. <laughs> so then we get to meet our 
our our real protagonist of this film, his name is Corey, mm-hmm. with his girlfriend, uh, what's her name, Elaine, mm-hmm. I want to say. And they're driving to go out to this cabin that was blown up 60 years ago because Corey had visited his father and... Uh, I guess his father uh, told him to go out to this cabin or where his grandmother, where his parents lived, and to check it out. And then afterward, his father ends up slitting his wrists. We, we don't get to see all this, but mm-hmm. this is pretty much Corey telling his, his girlfriend about this as they drive to this cabin. Right. So we know shit's going to happen. <clears throat> and then they stop at this gas station on their way to the cabin. And the gas station guys, you know, tell him not to go. He's the usual, you know, oh, don't go in the woods, you know, and kind of guy. And you know, they don't really pay too much attention to him. Then he, yeah. then he kind of like stops with the act for a second. And is like, you know, just don't go down there, guys. You know, all this shit happened, kind of thing. He, he uh, yeah. Well, that's the refreshing part of it. I yeah, guess. exactly. He's got his shotgun. And and finally, he's like, hell, it ain't even. It ain't, it ain't, <laughs> it ain't like even a normal human. Yeah. Right, and then. You know, of course, they're like, you know, I uh, the Corey's like, I have to go. My, there's all this bullshit going on. So they end up, re- they're about to leave, and they're, um, a few more of their friends end up coming to this gas station slash diner. Mm-hmm. Uh, four other people, two females and two males. One of them, your favorite character, go- goes by the name of Del. Del. He's like his buddy. Wingshauser must have turned down that role. <laughs> <laughs> this guy got it. So yeah, this is the, this is the dickhead of the movie. Which we'll, we'll say that, mm-hmm. right? And he says some stupid things. Uh, he, He's got a catchphrase. He does have a catchphrase, <laughs> which I'll get to in a second. Yeah. He um, ends up fighting with his girlfriend, which he comes with. Uh, her ex-boyfriend ends up showing up, too, a little mm-hmm. bit later on. And <laughs> it's actually pretty funny when they, they meet up with each other. But this guy is he's your blonde dickhead of the film. Right. But there is one good quality about this guy, which is part of his catchphrase, which is, um, his girlfriend's pretty cool in the movie, you know, she, like, sticks by him, and she's, like, the logical one of the two, and when she says something smart, he'll be like, that's why I keep her around. Yeah, he is pretty nice to her. He is really nice to her. He doesn't raise his voice towards her at all. He gives her... Uh, options of, like, what to do. Like, you can come with me or you can stay here. He's not mm-hmm. forcing her to do shit. So that was a cool little character trait of his, where, yeah, he's kind of a dick, but at the same time, he's not a dick to his girlfriend. Yeah, I softened a little bit. Right, a yeah. A little bit. Yeah. So two other guys show up, and, uh, just two guys, and one of them used to be the boyfriend of Dell's girlfriend, and he's a magician for some reason. <laughs> for <laughs> awesome reason. <laughs> and these two guys are actually my favorite characters and the most likable of the movie. <laughs> so they show up and um, uh, the magician guy starts doing like magic tricks. He throws like a bundle of flowers at his ex-girlfriend. And I forgot with the cans. For some reason a can, like a, an aluminum can comes into play. I don't know if someone threw it at him or something. Yeah, I think Dell throws Throws a can, can at him. Yeah. And... The, the the magician, <laughs> which his name fuck, what's his name? Oh crap! Uh, I think it's Chuck. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's Chuck. Chuck's his name. Chuck. He uh, starts playing hacky sack with this can, but kung fu style. <laughs> he starts kicking this can all over the place, and he ends up hitting Dell in the face with it. He can do a roundhouse kick. They have him do he it can. twice. He can. Yeah. yeah, he's 
Hey, he's martial artist magician. Yeah. He's new Eminem. <laughs> he, I see what you did. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> he roundhouse kicks the beer. Yeah. But his buddy's yeah, pretty cool, too. His buddy's, yeah. like, you know, kind of keeps the peace between them all. Oh, shit. Stacy. Stacy's his name. Yeah. His buddy kind of makes eyes at everybody, though. At first, I was yeah. curious, like, all right, who is he dating? Yeah, he's... flirting <laughs> with all of them. He, he does get very close to, to when he speaks to each one of them. He's very close to their yeah. face. And, yeah, it's just kind of... <laughs> it would make me uncomfortable. It would make... Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable, too. Yeah. <laughs> Even watching the movie made me uncomfortable. <laughs> like, just get away. So, um, they're all like, all right, well, let's go to this house. They all make it to the house. And the house is blown up. And they're like, oh, shit. You know, what, you know, let's, you know, take a look. And once they get closer, there's like this cross with a skeleton on it. Mm-hmm. And like hanging from hanging. it, though. Not, not, like it, hanging by a rope. Yeah, like a noose, yeah. right? From mm-hmm. the from this cross. So it's not Jesus. It's just some other asshole. And <laughs> not like Dracula 2000. Not like Dracula 2000 and whatever, Judas or whatever. <laughs> Dracula Judas. And so they start to get freaked out because, you know, that was somebody. They um, push on towards the house and they open the door to it. Isn't it there where... What's her name? The other girlfriend. Oh, like the real eighties yeah. looking girl. Terry. Yeah, it was Terry. Yeah, says, "Don't bury me here." Don't bury me here. It's so evil. Odd. Yeah, like, it's like all right. Well, you're I not turned gonna... to you and was like, "Yeah, you don't bury me at a place like this either." Okay. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I can just just think of watch walking down a busy street in Chicago and going, "You're like, don't bury me don't here, bury okay?" Me here. <laughs> like, all right, honey. It's gonna be fine. That's <laughs> odd. That's all. I wanted to interject that. But this this house is pretty cool in how they did it. Where on the outside the house is fucked up. There's like nothing. There's it's just the door frame and the chimney and there's just some other stuff scattered around. But when they open the door to that house and they look inside, it's the house. It's filled and it's furnished yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. So it's, that was a pretty cool little thing they threw in okay. there. And when our main character, Corey, looks through the door, he goes behind the house, or the wreckage of the house, mm-hmm. and he looks through the door on the other side, and he sees, like, all of his friends, and they can't see him, because there's some weird magic witchcraft on this house. Mm-hmm. So, they all decided to end up going inside this house for, I don't know, because they're stupid. <laughs> and shit starts to happen in the house. It, it's starts to turn into, like, knives are flying everywhere, and shit's... Chairs are flying. Everything's flying in this house. Mm-hmm. It's a house of, of silliness. And then they leave, and they're confronted by, like, these three girls dressed in all white. Do you remember that part? The, I thought it was just one girl. No, it was three girls. Well, there's the one girl in the beginning when they first start driving to the place, and she's, like, pointing a stick at them. And she's, like, all dressed in white. Oh, There's that oh, girl. Right. Yeah. But then well, yeah. when they leave the house and are about to oh, yeah, yeah, get yeah, in their yeah. cars, mm-hmm. there's, like, these three girls. And they're strong because they, Del goes up to him and starts talking to him. And one grabs Del and throws his ass, <laughs> like, yes. about How ten feet. <laughs> yeah, see? I thought that would be, like, your favorite part. <clears throat> and then they disappear. And pretty much all of our... our or I was going to say teenagers, but they're not teenagers. 
all of our friends start to, they're like, all right, let's get in their car and get the hell out of here. And Corey's like, no, I have to stay. Then all of a sudden, that skull on the cross, I, I believe, falls down. Mm-hmm. And they all start to try and start their cars to get the fuck out of there. And none of their cars will start. Right. And I believe right around that time, I, I think the girls are still there. And they confront Terry, who just said, don't bury me here. Right. She's turned into a doll. Yeah. And, like, when her boyfriend, uh, Jack, goes and uh, to, like, pick up the doll, he's like, oh, fuck. And I'm, I'm trying to think in Jack's head. He's like, well, she's technically not buried. And she's just a doll right now. Yeah. And when he picks up the doll and she was like, you promised or no, something. she goes, you lied. You, oh, you lied. Like, you lied. You're buried. Yeah, you're, you're above <laughs> ground still. Yeah. Damn, what the hell is your problem, Jesus? Uh, knock off Jensen Ackles didn't bury you yet. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, you got a good point there. You yeah. just hear that. K.O. Ackles. <laughs> Night starts to come around. And our favorite characters of Stacy and Chuck are watching the house from inside and everyone else kind of falls asleep or they're put into a trance to make them fall asleep because right. the demons that are outside want to get the attention of Chuck and Stacy. That's the woman in white that I was thinking of. Right. There's that woman in white who comes up. Woman, not kid. Um, True. Uh, and this is where we get our first breasts and last breasts yeah. of the movie. There's only two in this movie. And she tempts them to come out, and they're not really falling for it, because they both look at each other and go, Demon! Yeah. <laughs> and, of course, they're the only ones with guns, too, because I believe uh, Chuck and um, Stacy brought guns with them for some reason, like a shotgun and a yeah, pistol. and a pistol. So they go out to meet this bare-breasted woman, all in white, and... It, <laughs> That's the thing. Like, they still go out there. Just right. stay inside. Right. You know what? I did miss one part, actually, okay. from the movie. Right before this, and right before um, What's-Her-Face, Terry gets taken. When their cars won't start, actually, they start to walk back to the gas station, but there's this fog that comes around, oh, and yeah. it ends up transporting them to different parts of the area until they're finally taken back to the home. That's right. So they can't leave. Mm-hmm. They can't even walk away. So that's... Once they get back, that's when Terry sees the doll, actually. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Chuck and Stacy. They go out to start kick some ass on some demons, which they do for a while. They start blasting some of them. But, uh-huh. but unfortunately, uh, I want to say Stacy gets killed first by one of the demons. And the demons won't die, even though with the gunshots and everything. And there are a ton of them, There's too. a good amount. Yeah. There's a, at mm-hmm. least a dozen of them that come out, and they yeah. fight them. And uh, Chuck uh, starts to do some of his kung fu on him mm-hmm. and he runs back to the house and kung fu kicks a demon's head off and he <laughs> and once he gets back to the house this house has some powers so it won't let demons come close to it and he thinks he's away but the boob demon from before actually is behind him and kills him <laughs> and right after that that's when everyone wakes up and is like oh shit what happened to chuck and stacy and then they become demons mm-hmm. from there <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty much everyone starts getting killed off, and Del and his girlfriend end up leaving. They want to walk there. Yeah. Del's girlfriend becomes a demon. She kills Del. 
Uh, they become demons, and... Well, and two other people show up right around here, right? Uh, yeah, I think right before that, which is a good point, because there's this character actor that I, and director that I've seen throughout my life, and uh, his Richard, uh, his name is Richard Gabay, or Gabay, or Gabby, or I, I don't know how to pronounce his know, name. Yeah. He's the guy with the skeleton earring. Mm-hmm. The first time I ever saw this actor was in this, I want to say, um, uh, Virgin High was the name of the movie. <laughs> And it was one of those Skinamax movies that would come on like one, two in the morning. Yikes. Yes, and I remember seeing this guy in the movie because um, in this movie, this girl um, she has really strict parents, and they end up they send her to like a, a like a Christian school or whatever okay. to to finish like out or, like a, yeah like a Catholic school to finish out. So the, that guy Richard Goodbye actually becomes uh, a priest at the school <laughs> so he can still see her because he's like his boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever or something like, like that. softcore porn Skinamax movie? No, it's not. It's a comedy, okay. but that featured breasts. It's like the 80s Porky's kind of comedy. It okay. wasn't like a Skinamax, you know, where you, you saxophone music playing right. and everything. Okay. It, was, it was a comedy. I want to say... Uh, no, Linnea Quigley is in Vice Academy, not uh, okay. Virgin High. But it's kind of like one of those movies, right. the, the, the teen romps, teen straight to romps. video. Yeah. But this guy, yeah, he directed it and he starred in the movie too. Oh, wow. And okay. he's actually directed a lot of movies, mostly direct to video, exploitation kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of funny to see that guy playing this character and the same kind of characters and be a movie director at the same time. It's something you really don't see all that often. Yeah. But yeah, he gets killed pretty quickly along with his girlfriend because they end up coming late. Yeah. They, the few people in order have been killed already, and then they show up and don't know what the fuck is going on. And, and everybody runs out to the car and is like, don't, don't turn off the car! Don't yeah. turn the car off! And he turns it off and yeah. is like, what? What, man? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they we have a few more characters added to the mix. Of course, they die out pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Until our last two characters are there, who are, of course, Corey and Elaine. And Corey throughout the movie is reading his grandmother's text like she has this text of a uh, witchcraft and stuff right so he was afraid to tell people before because they were you know they might turn on him or something so he starts reading some of the spells trying to protect the house and for some reason he turns into uh, uh, San Francisco from Alien Nation <laughs> or George as you might call him or slag or whatever you want to <laughs> It's a, uh, he looks, yeah, he just looks like a, an elf with alpecia, alpecia. Yeah, or what's, what are those things from, ah, oh, crap. Oh, I'm the worst Star trek Yeah, ever. oh, yeah, I you know, know what you're, ta- yeah, I know who you're talking that about, that guy. <laughs> Ferengi or whatever, yeah, yeah is that, oh, I fucking hate <laughs> Star Trek, and yeah, look at this, I got it. He looks like a Ferengi. <laughs> Or San Francisco from Alien Nation, yeah. So he has to fight Super Demon because all the demons all formed into one because we find out that the guy who owned the gas station is actually a... uh, He was a priest. And there was this convoluted story, which really doesn't even make sense in this movie, which I'm totally just going to leave out anyway because it's it's really stupid. (laughs) What he really came for are demons and barfing. So we... He is actually a priest. He gets all the demons together and they form Mega Demon. And <laughs> Mega Demon fights Alpecia Elf. And of course, Alpecia Elf wins. And 
they escape, and it's pretty much the end of the movie. You know, they make their way back to the diner, and they see um, you know, the diner, uh, the waitress there who was there before, and she's mm-hmm. a demon too. So they, you know, they get the hell out of there, and that's pretty much the movie. And mm-hmm. they, all their friends died. No one was saved. Everyone was puking. Lots of blood. So you sound like you didn't like it. I actually, I'm gonna give my grade on this one. It is a C plus. Okay. Um. Yeah. What's your grade on this one? I I'm interested. B minus. Holy I, shit! I can't resist a Cabin in the Woods movie. Wow. Okay. Can't resist it. And you know the demons are all like wet and pussy. They They're are gross. really gross. Yeah, yeah man. Uh, yeah, the, like I said before, the special effects were, were pretty good for this movie. Yeah. It's pretty low budget. The sound cuts out every once in a while. There's missing things, sound yeah, effects and the stuff. The dubbing's a little bit odd. Or like On they added points. a line where it doesn't look like the actor's actually speaking. <laughs> it's kind of weird, yeah. Right. But yeah, even the Dell on me yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, and of course, well, our favorite characters who were uh, Stacy and and yes, Chuck, for sure. they died pretty early on in the movie, but they keep showing up as demons yeah. throughout. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they were my favorite, and they were the most likable characters in this movie. So, what's your favorite part? Uh, one of them was probably the kung fu can scene. That was a good one. That's mine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there was a, a scene with another character, Jack, which we really didn't talk too much about. His girlfriend's the one who gets turned into a doll, which we get to see her back in the movie, too, oh, again. Yeah. Because Mega Demon uh, actually bites her and sucks, like, the age out of her. Like, she's like a 22-year-old woman, and then Mega Demon sucks out of her throat, and she becomes 104 years old. And then a skeleton. Then a skeleton yeah. towards yeah. the end. <laughs> that woman is a stunt woman. I forgot to write down some of her credits. Oh, shit. Most nice. of what she's done are stunts since then. Yeah. yeah. Most of these people I've never seen except for Richard Goodbye. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen him in anything else, so I kind of want to go through some of these people again and see what other things they've been in. Yeah, I did, and I didn't really see anything. <laughs> and then I kind of stopped because I was busy. <laughs> but stunt woman, I remember that. Right. Oh, but yeah, there's some pretty cool scenes. There's some I like the when Chuck and Stacy go out to fight the demons. That was a pretty cool scene. Yeah. Uh, uh, they do trick you once in this movie to where you think it was a dream, but then yeah. uh, Del pukes and you figure out it's not a dream. It's not a dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised that your grade is higher yeah, on this one. Fun. Special effects were good. Yeah, it's a fun movie. It's. Yeah. And the cabin is really well done. I, mm-hmm. It's really believable that it's a cabin and not a set. And who knows, it might even be a set. I couldn't tell. It was really well done. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'll give this movie definite props where their or props are deserved. Our kill count is nine. <laughs> nine kills in this movie. Uh, not too many, but um, they're all human, actually. So I really didn't count... Too many of the demons that died because they don't die; they yeah, come back. You can't. They come back. So they only really kill one, one or two demons, three demons actually. I want to say. Gross too when you shoot them. This yeah, this yellow bile-looking crap falls out. Blood any day of the week. 
mucus. Ugh, I hate it. Were you not a fan of slime when you were a kid? You know, the, like they had no, the. I didn't get it. I mean, that didn't gross me out, and I had gak. I think. Oh, but gak's crap! You gotta get the slime. Fast. It did get dirty, yeah. but it was so cool. Like I had that He-Man playset with the skull that actually puked the you slime. You had that? Yeah. I did want that. And yeah, you put the skull, it. you put the, the slime in the back of the skull and it dripped out all over He-Man's bare chest. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't I don't think I ever was interested in anything except except that. Like, I forgot all about it until you mentioned it. I did want that. And the but. Ghostbusters action figure series, too, had the purple kind of slime, yeah. too. Yeah. That yeah. slime didn't gross me out. Something about it coming out of your mouth and... Whoops. Burbling out of your chest. (laughs) Demon wind, everyone. Demon wind. Let the record show that we didn't make any fart jokes. No fart jokes about demons passing gas. (laughs) Because, hey, man, you know what? We're that cool. Anyway. (laughs) Demon, Demon wind. Larry says... Check it out. Okay. <laughs> Thanks again for listening this week. We have a, another movie coming up next week along with Action Prime. It's yeah. coming. Full Action force. Prime. So thanks, guys, for listening to us. We'll have a guest next week, too. Yeah. Plus, uh, it's your pick for movie. Mm-hmm. And, wow, this is <laughs> this is going to be a tough one to go over for me. But this is I it's one of your favorite films, I want to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's ever made a top ten when I put one together, but I would say it's my favorite rom-com, but you can't classify it No, as you can't. It's not what it is. No, no. So we'll save it for next week. Yeah, see you then. <laughs> Thanks for listening.